everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chapter Tactics. I am your host, Magikarp Used Fly, unfortunately. And we've also got uh, the host that uh, we usually have, Demeki. On the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. John P. I am John P., unfortunately, also. <laughs> <laughs> and guest star, Scary. Hello, everyone. I have read The Emperor's Tarot. What were you getting you're all great people. <laughs> he, he, Scary literally left to be like, oh, I'm going to go get some water. He comes back with tarot cards. What is this? Um, so, yeah. It's uh, an old, it's an old uh, Games Workshop game that I have, I have turned the cards into blank cards that I can use for, like, stratagems and stuff, for playing campaigns and oh, whatnot. Oh, that's cool. And then you've got, like, yeah. Can, wait, can you show them to the camera one more time? Wanna, I wanna, Absolutely, I, wanna I can show them to camera. Yeah. Uh, it's Sorry, like a it's like a Warhammer card game from like way back in the day. They uh-huh. like this, and then I put a painter's tape on the other side so I can write on them. Oh, dude, that's cool. So, nice. Yeah, just that's so we can sick. have like some cool cards for like yeah. stratagems and I don't know some cool like I, I play. This is a competitive podcast, yeah. but I also <laughs> play narrative games. Uh-huh. Um. As anathema as that might f- sound to a lot of people who listen to the show. <laughs> but you What's can have narrative? Fun. I don't you know what that is. You can have fun while playing a game about toy soldiers. That's impossible. No way. Impossible. impossible. Not allowed. Yeah. However, I will say this now before we get into the topic, and I'll say this a lot. If you want to play games competitively, A, you have to play a lot of games, and B, yeah. if you want to get creative and good, Play some wacky missions and narrative games. Mm. Use your competitive list, but like play wacky missions with your friends, like the open war cards, literally. Just randomly draw mission deployment and put your army into situations that they would never be normally and see how creative you can be Mm. to like get out of a crazy situation. Mm -hmm. I I really miss playing, um, what is it? Uh, the, um, the, the game that you played in 40K where you would draw your Alistair. objectives? Drunk, drunken Commander is what we used to call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's it what's it officially called? Uh, Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Yeah. That's how we started playing, remember? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Those were fun. Those were fun times. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I got to assassinate? Okay. <laughs> 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 Here we go. Uh, you should have brought a sniper weapon of yeah. some sort. Gee, yeah, it's right. all about yeah. balance. Yeah. Fine balance. Uh, so for this episode, we are going to go over the Tyranids portion of the uh, Octarius book that came out. What's this called? Warzone Octarius Rising Tide, book one. Uh, we did not go over this, um, which uh, makes me very upset because I love Tyranids. Tyranids are my favorite army. Uh, it's what I started out with. And ever since this dropped, my lord, it has been so good. I love it. I love everything about it. And... Uh, Recently, um, even Art of War uh, came out with a tier list talking about um, uh, the different armies, and they placed Tyranids as an S-tier faction. Now, uh, being an S-tier faction, I don't know if that is 100% true or not. I definitely think that they are like high A-tier at the very least, uh, but they definitely have a lot of stuff that you can work with in order to make them very good. They can definitely punch upwards um, against the armies that are out right now, so... That's what we're going to be talking about, and I'm very excited. Hmm. <laughs> have you? Uh, do you guys have? Have you? Have you guys read the book? Do you guys know 
anything about uh, I've, I've heard some, stuff. I've heard some whispers in the wind from like little birdies uh, uh-huh. of just all the neat stuff. There's a lot of cool combos. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of uh, tricks that Nits can do. It's definitely, um, they're staying true to their thing of like being a high skill floor, mm-hmm. like a finesse kind of army, uh, which is neat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Scary, uh, have you read through the book? Uh, yes. Yeah, it was. Um, not only have I read through the book, uh, I actually had a teammate play with the book or oh. aspects of the book this weekend at the uh, Beer and Pretzels team tournament. So oh, okay, uh, okay. Dustin had his Juice of the Cult tiered list, and it did fantastically this weekend. <laughs> so I got to learn about a lot of the cool little interactions within that book that elevate that tyrannid force to like a, f- a force to be reckoned with on the oh, table. Okay. All right. I would love to hear, uh, uh, more about that. That sounds really interesting seeing the souping that you can do with GSE and tyrannids and, uh, how that, uh, synergy takes place there. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I'm always, I'm always looking to help out the hive bros out there. The hive bros. <laughs> Spice up your list. Yeah. Uh, we do not have a, did you know today? However, this show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get amazing game mats for not just your 40 K games, but almost any tabletop game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discount and join some of the largest 40 K events in the industry. They also have the largest 40K podcasting network in the business with shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, which you're listening to right now, Grim After Dark, and so much more. Uh, that is FrontlineGaming.org, or you can click on the link in the description of this podcast on all the social media goodies. I believe that Grim After Dark just put up an episode where they interviewed uh, Adrian from Tabletop Titans. So if you guys like that, mm-hmm. go check that out and listen to that. It's a good listen. Um, yeah. Now let's break down this Tyranids book. We're not going to go over everything, but we are going to go over, I guess, like what makes Tyranids so strong. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the first thing that we need to talk about here are going to be the hive guard, uh, hive guard were definitely a, uh, like they were kind of like the backbone, um, of Tyranids. Uh, one would say that Forge World was also a backbone for Tyranids for a while. You definitely needed your Dimas, you needed your uh, Barbed Hyrid Duels, even sometimes your Herodons in order to make up for the stuff that Tyranids didn't have access to. Uh, but Hiveguard were always a staple inside of the army. A lot of competitive people really like uh, Hiveguard because of their artillery shooting. And now they're just so much more lethal with the new Leviathan uh, supplement inside of this book. Uh, I guess we can kick it on over to Skari to talk about Hiveguard a little bit here. Well, um, Hiveguard have have definitely been something popular in Tyranid books forever. At least mm-hmm. six Hiveguard. Like you'd see yeah. a Tyranid army, and it would start with a Neurothrope, three mm-hmm. River Swarms, six Hiveguards, and an Exocrine. You know, yeah. that seemed to be like the main Kronos, right? Yeah. Because you had Symbiostorm. And, you know, you could get the hive guard to be more efficient. The addition of all the stratagems from the, uh, what is it? The blood the, of ball. The, the blood of ball. There you go. Yeah. From all the blood of ball kind of elevated, you know, exocrines to a little bit of a higher, like standard oh, yeah. with being able to move and then use a stratagem to counter stationary to then double shoot with them, get the plus one hit. A whole bunch of stuff that kind of has slowly elevated Tyranids to a point where they could compete. You know, they, mm-hmm. they weren't terrible, but they weren't the best either. Yeah. Now, what this supplement does with Hiveguard specifically is give them the ability to be 
very efficient mm-hmm. and killy, which mm-hmm. brings them to par with other units in different armies that do the exact same thing but differently. Like mm-hmm. witches, hyper-efficient, go in, murder whatever they touch in close combat. Incubi, yeah. same thing. Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, uh, Ranger Squad shooting at something, right? It's going to essentially nuke what it's shooting at. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that they have this unit that can now do that with the synaptic links, which, you know, we'll kind of touch on. You know, there's a variety of different ones. You, you know, there's some that have kind of come up to the forefront of being the best, right? Yeah. Um, but using some of them, as well as using um, the ability to shoot out of line of sight, which is incredibly powerful now that obscuring is becoming more apparent and player place terrain is becoming more frequent as well, giving you the ability to put that ruin with your hive guard or multiple hive guard units in the precise location you need in your deployment zone to have the biggest impact on the game. Mm-hmm. So that combination of things has elevated hive guard from oh hive guard to how many hive guard? Yeah, <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, 18. Yeah. yeah, we we went from a free Buddha's uh uh meta of being very afraid of artillery weaponry and guess what? Tyranids are here and they're doing the same thing. Uh, with their hive guard and hive guard are actually like one of the units that are probably the most efficient when it comes to tyranids it's always been one of the most efficient next one would be exocrine exocrine was even more efficient but mm-hmm. uh in this book they changed the wording of symbiostorm so now it's only uh on unmodified six ups and no longer just on a six up that you can modify which was Correct. made which is what made uh, Exocrine so good because they would get exploding five ups. Now they don't have that. But it you goes know, both you, ways. Yeah. Goes both. To be honest, it, unmodified sixes is is just even with an Exocrine is good mm-hmm. because yeah, it's just it's just better all around in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it's, it's still just, an explosion. Yeah, yeah, it's still extra yeah. hits. Explosions are cool. Um, it's just that with an Exocrine with a five up, it mm-hmm. would uh, statistically always get more shots than yeah. <laughs> than the twelve that it would originally shoot. So. That was always cool. Uh, but now with Hiveguard, you get to see them um, in Leviathan where with Chapter Master rerolls, you can have one unit in Leviathan, one unit in Kronos. The one in Leviathan gets uh, reroll everything, and then they could still get Exploding Sixes. And then you have Hiveguard and Kronos that get plus one to hit, and then rerolling ones because it's Kronos. And then they could still also get Exploding Sixes. So having two artillery units with Exploding Sixes almost like always guaranteed that they're going to hit almost all their shots. That's insane. How, what, what do you think? What do you guys think about that? I'm jelly. PBCs don't hit that hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're, yeah. You're getting, you're, you're starting with 12 shots. You're ending up with more hits. Yeah. Um, was it like 10? And seconds? then you've got to shoot twice. Yeah. So don't twice. Yeah. Either. Cause they're infantry. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I think one of the biggest things that people forget about is that, um, you don't get a bonus to your cover save. Yeah. yeah. Which is like the biggest thing that, like the biggest counter to our artillery is, uh, you know, standing in terrain to get mm-hmm. that plus one year save. Um, you don't get that with Hive Guard, so. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. makes that AP yeah. too yeah, it's AP a two, lot more right? dangerous, yeah, right? Exactly. Two, yeah. Yeah. Is there a yeah. way to increase the AP? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about strength, that later. What's the strength on it? It's strength eight. Strength eight, and yeah. it's D three damage, right? D three damage. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That is correct. Not yeah. as is not as scary for yeah, death. Guard, well, yeah. that's where the malanthrope comes in. Because, or the malaceptor. Uh, yeah. Malaceptor. Yeah, malaceptor. My yeah. apology. Malanthrope. Malaceptor comes in 
with its synaptic link, which allows you to re-roll the damage roll. So right. it's D3 with a re-roll, which is a lot more reliable than just yep, straight up D3. Yep. And then on top of that, sixes to wound is also an additional AP, I believe, for the Malice Which is huge. Ooh. So yeah. you're looking at possibly AP3, D3 damage with a re-roll. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's that's pretty good. That's yeah, um, really good. The, the only I'm going to go on a limb here and say yeah. you don't need 18, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. you oh, yeah. do not yeah. need yeah. 18 of them no, no, at no. all. No, no. I mean, like, 18, like, each one is still, like, 200. What, I think, like, a group of six is, like, 270 points or something still. Mm-hmm. So, running mm-hmm. 18, that's a lot. Two is, I think, uh, is, I think yeah, is fine, but there's a lot of stuff yeah. in here that's still really, really good that you can play around with. And mm-hmm. it's about the same yep. price. Two seventy is about the same price as three rocket trucks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but not as durable because they don't have ramshackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. and they're T five. Just ignore AP one and two if you give them. Yeah, a, you can give them enhanced yeah. resistance, um, which is sure. from the blood of ball. Then they'll murder the rocket trucks because yeah. the rocket trucks are well, unless they're in speed wall, and that's a whole other issue. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Um, the one thing I will say is that before you would run, uh, your hive guard with, uh, enhanced resistance as an adaptive fizz, um, to ignore AP one and AP two. Uh, but because now the warlord traits are so good, you're Mm -hmm. probably going to take one of the warlord traits. So you can actually only have one adaptive physiology. So taking Mm -hmm. two hive guard can also be kind of a problem because one of them is going to have ignore AP one and two. And the other one's going to be like left in the dirt. If there is something that can. Uh, just like wipe them off the board because they're not very tanky. Mm-hmm. 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 Correct. Yeah. What can you? Can you? How? How do you? How would you kill Hive Guard, Demeki? You've played against Tyranids a lot. Like, how do you deal with Hive Guard? Well, it depends on the army. But yeah. if I had my Death Guard, it would definitely be my Plague Burst Crawlers. Yeah. yeah. You fight mortars with mortars. <laughs> 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 but that, especially see, with the three damage CP. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But, see, that was against one unit of five cards. <laughs> yeah. Now what about two? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what about three yeah. units what of five cards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I quit. Just takes more turns. <laughs> um, now... Uh, the next thing, now we can gush about Hive Guard all we want, but there's so much more stuff in here that's a lot that is very, very interesting. Uh, the next one that I want to bring up is actually a redeploy, uh, that you have available now as Tyranids, which I think is huge, uh, in this, uh, in this meta. Redeploy, mm-hmm. just in general, is so good. Uh, seeing it with Tyranids is even better. This means that bringing like it. Uh, like a 16-man blob of gene stealers is actually a safish bet for you because not only can you redeploy them by moving them away, but you can also just put them into strategic reserves if you don't get turn one. And I think that that's absolutely huge for Tyranids right now. Uh, the redeploy, how does it work? Is it a stratagem? It is a relic, I believe. Ah, or it's okay. a warlord, a warlord trait. trait. It's yeah. a warlord trait? Yeah, it's a warlord trait. So is, a, is it as many as you want, or is it like specific, like Cobble of the Poison Tongue, where uh, you only get like three units? You select up to two. Two, okay. Yeah. That's, that's or one non-infantry, right? Like, or is it just two units in general? Um, it says select up to two Leviathan units from your yeah, army. So it's yeah. just two units. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Which is good, yeah. you know. It's really good. Yeah, for yeah. Warlord trait, I'd take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, now you can even double up on your Warlord. I think that you can double up on your Warlord traits right now. Yeah. With a yeah. Uh, one, your Warlord can have a second Warlord trait mm-hmm. as long as the second Warlord trait is a Leviathan Warlord trait. Yep, mm. yep. So you can yeah. run not only your Chapter Master rerolls, which is from a Warlord trait. Yeah. But you can mm-hmm. also give him... Or, or her, or, you know, whatever the bugs want to be yeah. called. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also give them the uh, redeploy. 
as okay. well. Yeah. So, yeah, having a redeploy with a uh, unit of gene stealers, which you can just sling up the board, turn one, yeah. get that fat alpha strike. They, they don't care if yeah. they're at the edge of the board. They're going to get to you. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get to you. Especially, yeah. like, you have the gene stealers up front, then mm-hmm. you got the hive guard <laughs> with the fire support coming yeah. behind them. Yeah. And then, see, and now... Then, more stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, the thing is is that a lot of people will be like, oh, well, it's in Leviathan, so they so gene stealers actually don't move as fast, um, which is true. However, there is a new stratagem now for 2CP where you can put them into a different detachment or, like, put them into a different high fleet. Oh. So you can actually take them in Leviathan, spend 2CP, have them change over to Kraken, and then get that 3D6 uh, advancement drop uh, and taking the highest. And then you could still double that advance roll as well with Gene Stealers. And there's just so much that you can do with them at that point where they can slingshot across the map, even if they're in Leviathan. Plus, they still get a six-up uh, Feel No Pain if they're around a Synapse unit. Ooh, what's cracking? Yeah, what's cracking? It's, 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 it's cracking? It's very I'm here. good. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Scary, do you want to talk about Gene Stealers a little bit? Well... I think gene stealers have their value. You know, they're big, they're yeah. hard, they're hard hitting. You know, they they go, they murder stuff. Um, yeah. You don't really like. You, you don't really need them, but they're oh, fantastic. No. Like yeah, you can fun. use devil gaunts, you can use swarm lords to like move them doubly up the table. Mm-hmm. You know, the addition of exploding sixes, um, the ability to make them count as own forms of cover, for example, works really well with the warlord trait. You know, you get the heavy cover, dense cover, light cover, so they they're a little bit more survival as they move the board. But it's not what it's not the only unit that can be buffed. You know, oh, yeah. you know, currently going back to the warlord traits, that warlord trait of chapter master rerolls and all forms of cover works fantastically on like a barbed hire duel. You know, like yeah. <laughs> you know, so you give it a one up save and a minus one to hit, and you know, and then you can make it obsec, for example, with the strat, which I think is one of the most powerful strats in in oh, that yeah. supplement. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, so good, so good. Um, yeah, gene stealers, great new stratagem. They still great. murder things. They yeah. always did. Now they just do it efficiently. Yeah, like definitely. you just you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still I, I don't think that they are an answer to a lot of stuff. I think that they're still very very high costed for a five up invuln one wound model. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for people that like gene stealers, I like gene stealers. So mm-hmm. being able to use them again to like a, an okay degree, I'm happy with it. You know, I'm I'm okay. I you know I'm 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 riding that high right now. They're, what they're eight points, right? No, 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 no. way. <laughs> I wish. Sorry, are eight points. That's a, that's <laughs> a rack, sir. Yeah. that is a rack. Hey, how how much are um your what is it? Hecatrix blood brides now. Oh, uh, they're uh, 12. Well, witches no, are 12 now. Yeah, and Blood Pride went up to 15. 15, yeah. 15. Yeah. So, Gene Sears, I think, are 13 points, if I believe, mm. if I believe correctly. Yeah. Damn. Which so, I think yeah. is more, Damn. like, I think witches are definitely more appropriately costed. Oh, yeah. But Gene Steelers are still a little bit. Because mm-hmm. not only do you have to pay the 13 points, okay, mm-hmm. you're paying the. The points for the warriors to give them plus one hit. Yep. Then you're paying points for the warlord and a warlord trait yep. to give them reroll hits. Mm-hmm. And you're paying for swarm more to double move them. Mm-hmm. And like you just keep on having to add things to make that unit what it becomes. Whereas like some units so it's still like you're putting a big investment. So they you want them to go yeah. in and do something yeah. hefty. Now, go my children. <laughs> you you did say something very interesting here, and that is Tyranid Warriors giving plus one to hit. That is insanely good. Uh it's Tyranid, amazing. Tyranid three Tyranid Warriors with just scything talons, you know how much that costs? Mm. Money or seventy five points. points. 
Not not no. I think it's sixty six points. Wow. Oh, I was so close. Yeah, I went 66 over sixty six points for three models that have uh, three wounds each. Um, they provide synapse as well, so they actually increase your synapse range in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can also provide with an upgrade plus one to hit to a unit. And they got bone swords. <laughs> they do have bone swords, <laughs> but if you want them super cheap, just bring a unit of three for sixty-six points. Yeah, that's ooh, that's, that's pretty that's, good. That's efficient. That yeah. is super efficient. Nine, nine wounds, sixty-six four T four, right? They are T4, yes. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And then uh, you can spend a strat to have it so then damage uh, sent over to them is reduced by one. Yeah. In the shooting phase, yeah. The thing, that's one of the, like, with the new Turnus supplement, you can upgrade up to three different synaptic units to have a synaptic link, at least at a 2,000-point a, a game, you know, a strike force level game. Yeah, yeah. And Tyranid Warriors, their synaptic link being... You know, you can give a unit plus one hit. But the way synaptic links work is you can pick any unit within range of a synapse creature as long as the synaptic link creature is within synapse range of other synapse creatures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a mouthful. Yeah. But it, you can have the Tyranid Warriors on one side of the table re- relay their plus one to hit to a unit of hive guard that's on the other, other side, side of the, the table, table as mm. long as they have like 12 inches from a zoanthrope that's 12 inches from a neurothrope that's 12 inches from swarm lord and then swarm lord does it right and that that mechanic is so tyrannid and i love it oh i yeah. love the fact that the hive mind like you just feel the presence of the hive mind in that sense it's, it's and amazing it, tactically it's fantastic mm-hmm. yeah it's that's... it's very uh it's very intricate which is like exactly what john p was saying where uh tyrannids are still being a very um finesse army yep. at this point and with tyranid warriors since there's three different models each one of them gives off a synaptic link so they you know you could space it out pretty far in order to get like a lot of value out of those units and their opsec that's mm-hmm. <laughs> just so good 66 points yeah 66 <laughs> points amazing <laughs> love them um the next thing that we were talking about here is devil gaunts mm-hmm. uh devour termagants 30 of them, I think it's like 210 points for 30 of them with just all Devourers. Um, with all the stuff that you can push onto them, I think that Devil Gaunts are probably the star of the Codex as of right now. They are so efficient in what they can do. They, If they shoot at anything with a 3-up save, when you give them all their buffs, they will literally kill anything with a 3-up save. It is disgusting what they can do. So what can you do? <laughs> yeah, so, tell me more. Yeah, okay, all right, fine. I will. Tell me more, Papa. So, <laughs> so Devil Gaunts, you can give them chapter master rerolls, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, but then there's a new stratagem. I think it's called Relentless Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one where you get uh, Tesla on your um, uh, uh, if a unit is of eleven or more models, right? Okay. And you can no, add- it's it's uh, if you, you get exploding sixes. Yeah. Um, however, if it's eleven or more, you get twice exploding sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get Tesla yeah. on it, right? Yeah. So it goes yeah. up to two hit, three hits for every six, essentially, with the six mm-hmm. and two extra hits mm-hmm. instead of one. So you bring a big unit of twenty or thirty devil gaunts, and with reroll all misses. You can pick up anything that isn't a six and re-roll it, yeah. which is fantastic. It is, fishing. yeah. If you fish for that, like you will kill anything that has a three-up save. What's uh? How many shots is that for thirty? For 30, 90 shots. That's a lot. Ninety shots re- plus they can shoot twice. Yep, and they can shoot twice. So it's one hundred and eighty shots. So it could be one hundred and eighty shots. Rolling everything. Rolling everything, That's and the Tesla uh, is activated through the entire uh, phase, I believe. 
And I believe there's a, like a Wrath of Mars strat in there too, right? Style? There, there is, but it's on Fleshborer guns. Right, okay, so and, it doesn't work on them. Correct. Yeah, so it's not very good. Um, but, but when you're looking at 180 shots that on average will do like 200 shots or whatever, yeah. um, you know, with full rerolls, I don't know, somebody do the math. Yeah. Send us an email. Be like, yeah. I'm yeah. math hammer this out. We need a mathematician. Um, mm-hmm. That's scary. It, it's 18 inches. They can advance and shoot. Um, they can double move if you have the swarm lord around to like get them into position. They're mm-hmm. obsec. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gaunts. So like, do you want they're to shoot so at them? cheap. And yeah. like, you know, and the hive guard are going to kill you. But you have to kill these 20 to 30 gaunts that are just going to like nuke all your infantry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, it's disgusting. And then they don't care about stuff like, you know, uh, Duty Eternal, yeah, or yeah, duty. (laughs) They don't care about that. If something is strength or is like T eight, they don't really care Mm. because you just have an immense uh, amount of shots. Mm -hmm. The only thing where they falter is when they go up against something with a two up save. Yeah, Um, but like even then, they're still gonna destroy like a large chunk of that uh, Mm -hmm. of that unit. They have a six up save, right? They have a six-up save. Yeah, they okay. die to a swift breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a six-up feel no pain, okay? Yeah. You'd be surprised <laughs> how often that makes them survive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Even, even going at something with a two-up save, like you, you say I have to make like 30 saves, like I'm going to roll once. Yeah, you're going yeah, to. I'm going to roll some once. once. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, going to lose models. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of models. <laughs> against just a bunch of Termagons. Just yeah. shooting at you. Because yeah. <laughs> they do only have, um, uh, it only has zero AP. Right. Right. Um, but if you bring it with a Malceptor, if you really want to, on sixes to wound, you get one AP. So, you know, if you're in cover, it still doesn't matter. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's that option. <laughs> but I thought yeah, you brought option. Morty today. How did he die? Uh, gaunts. <laughs> a million devil gaunts. Yeah, yeah. That's why it costs half the cost of Morty. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Um, we've talked about Chapter Master rerolls as well, um, but we don't have to go over that because it's just Chapter Master rerolls. Right. The fact that Tyranids have Chapter Master rerolls right now is insane to me. Yeah. It is so good. Um, so good. So good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We talked about double exploding sixes. We talked about Tesla uh, with Relentless Fury. Uh, this is the next stratagem that I want to talk about. This is a Hive Mind Imperative. Mm-hmm. This is the one where you can give a unit OPSEC or give a unit that has OPSEC double OPSEC. Uh, Scar, do you want to go into why this is so strong inside of this book? This happens mm-hmm. in the command phase. Yep. And that happens to be whenever you want in the command phase, mm-hmm. which can be before you score your points. Mm-hmm. So you can literally have a unit on an objective or some sort of monster or whatever on an objective that has non-opsec bottles contesting it for you in the middle of a competitive game. And before you say, how many do I score? You can say, I'm going to give this unit opsec, and now I have this objective. It is incredibly powerful mm-hmm. or you can get a unit like gargoyles that flies around or a unit of uh, you know something that isn't normally obsec give them obsec and then send them out to contest objectives and things and mm-hmm. like disrupt the opponent's scoring um, yep. it's one of the most if not the most powerful stratagem in this book in terms of winning games because you need points to win games or to deny your opponent 
points. And you can do this with the strategy, make it incredibly powerful. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, like, what's even better, you can even use stuff like Sky Slasher Swarms, which no one really mm -hmm. uses anymore. They only cost 45 points, but they move, like, what, 12 inches or something? Same thing as Gargoyles. They're just cheaper, and then you just sling them up the board. If you have uh, Swarm Lord with you, you double move them as well. Mm -hmm. um, and this doesn't mm -hmm. even have to be with these guys. Like, you can use them on things like uh, Hormagons or Termagons with... Uh, Pairing that up with something like Metabolic Overdrive. And then, yep. you, you know, you activate it during your command phase if you know that you want to get this unit up the board in order to stop somebody from taking points. And you could just sling them up the board, uh, like, what, two or three die? Who cares? You yeah. have eight models with OPSEC. Uh, actually, with double OPSEC. With double, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Double. So, so what is my purpose? Which then helps you yeah. into certain points. matchups like the Necron OPSEC matchup, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, which... Historically, like if you've got something on objective and all of a sudden this ghost arc shows up that's OPSEC, you can be like, now I'm OPSEC, so I can take my points back. Yeah. And, you know, or I can match your warriors that are on that objective or your immortals with my own double OPSEC, right? Mm, it's it's yeah. a very handy stratagem. Can, can, um, so you can use it in the command phase. Can you use it in either command phases or just your command phase? I believe it's yours. Yep. Yours, and then oh, okay. it lasts until your next one, gotcha. basically. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. you wouldn't be able to be like, oh, one, during your opponent's command phase, and I'm like, I'm about to score 10, and you turn yours on, and you mm. wouldn't be able to stop them. So you'd have to. Do I like how your mind yeah. thinks, yeah. but that's not how this one yeah, works. <laughs> that would be way, way strong. Also, I mean, before you know it, if stuff like this keeps up, they're going to add the stack from Magic the Gathering into yeah. this game. And then <laughs> you do know we're confused. talking about Games Workshop, right? <laughs> Just saying. Now, to put the cherry on top for the stratagem, it also only costs one CP. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. Just one CP. On top Incredible. of that, uh, the unit can still perform an action, <laughs> and it can shoot without the action failing. That's just tied mm -hmm. into the strategy. Oh. It's like at the very what? end. It yeah. costs another CP for a lot of other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So <laughs> it's a double. <laughs> one CP, double OPSEC, give something OPSEC, and if they, they can still shoot without, uh, without failing an action. Wow. So good. Broken. So good. That's great. It's broken. <laughs> it is such a good stratagem, and I, I, I agree with Scar that that is dude. one of the most strongest things. Yeah, dude, here. imagine you could just oh, do Oh, I need hive my Hive Guard <laughs> to do Retrieve Octeris Data and shoot because I've ran out of Gaunts yeah. from my last order. <laughs> oh, good yeah. thing I have one CP in the bank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As your opponent, I'm questioning why you didn't bring a Lictor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you're just really good and killed all my Lictors <laughs> like you should. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Lictor. The Lictor is such a meme to me. Like, it's just, it is the worst unit that, like, as far as data slates go, but man, is it efficient. Yeah, it is, it, is one job, Rod. Yeah, it literally Not as holds good the army as together. a single Urgle, yeah. but that is for a different day. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, sorry, sorry. I was just looking at uh, control of the swarm here. Um, does not have no. That's not the one that I was looking at. The next one is uh, a one CP strap for fearlessness, which is really good. Uh, I forgot what the name of it is. Uh, do you guys know? What it's I think it's uh, it's a strap where no matter where you are on the board, you're in, what synapse is that it? Yeah, it's something like that. It might be yeah. synaptic domination. I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you count as being in the range of synapse if you're like half the way across the table. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, which is really useful if you are sending a bunch of team students out and then all of a sudden you want them to be in synapse, but that does more than one thing in Leviathan. It counts, you count as being um, 
like you're fearless and mm-hmm. all this good stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that you can use out of that. Yeah, you're fearless, and then you also give off a uh, or and then you also have a a, a six of feeling pain. Oh wow! <laughs> just, just <laughs> because you're Leviathan, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, I want to go back. You know the Tesla uh, yeah. weapon, or you know the um the, the exploding sixes. The exploding sixes. Yeah. yeah. So why the reason why I still don't think that Gene are very good mm-hmm. is because uh, specifically if it is a gene sealer unit, it costs two CP mm-hmm. without it being a gene sealer unit. Even if it's 11 or more models, it only costs one CP. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's in preparation for the, their card exchanges are coming eventually. Yeah. No, maybe. it could be. Yeah. 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 But still one CP for Tesla. <laughs> like yeah. that's that, screw that, you in particular. <laughs> yeah. That's so <laughs> disgusting. Um, another thing that I think is really good, especially against the current meta that we're in right now with gray Knights now becoming, probably one of the top dog armies as of right now, is the fact that these are Tyranids. Tyranids hate psychers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they already have Shadow in the warp, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if you bring a Kronos attachment, you can make it so then they can only uh, cast a power with only one dice. Another great thing, right? Um, and now on top of that, they have the Void in the warp for one CP, where if you fail a Deny the Witch test, you can do this, and then on a four up, uh, the deny the witch test is uh, uh, successful. It yeah, passes. Yeah. You get two tries. <laughs> yeah, so you have two tries to really screw over psychers here, and I think that that is just insane how much you can deny uh, psychic abilities with Tyranids as of right now. That means that you're stopping things like uh, Gate of Infinity. You're stopping things like um, Empiric uh, Declamation. Um, just amplification. So- oh, yeah, amplification, yeah. Empiric Amplification. You're stopping a lot of really, really good psychic powers here uh, with Tyranids. And then even if you go up against uh, something like Thousand Suns, you're still denying more things than you were before, right? Yeah, yeah I think uh, in the in a competitive setting, being able to stop something like a purifying ritual would oh, yeah. be really good because that's, yeah, that's just... Then again, they probably would not take that against a psychic-heavy Tyranid army because that would be probably not so good yeah that'd be yeah. silly <laughs> uh, it would be it would be silly but at the same time they can cast it like multiple times on like different oh, objectives such a good d- d- we so can bad. have a whole a whole episode <laughs> on oh, why that's like one that's of the really best good. secondaries in the, it, in the it, game is, I, I don't think it's one of the best i think that psychic ritual is the best <laughs> like, it's so good you might as well just write 15 points i don't yeah. know <laughs> i mean stubborn defiance is pretty good well the thing the thing about ugh, this is a tangent but like <laughs> but like tangents Cheers for tangent. See the thing about um, uh, uh, what is it? Psychic ritual. Yeah, is that it's supposed to yeah. offset aboard the witch, right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that when you're playing against Grey Knights, it's not certain that you're always going to get aboard the witch. You're going to max out aboard the witch. Yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, you're always going to max out psychic ritual. So it becomes a game of can you beat me in points, and then you could just play KG, and that's what makes psychic ritual so strong in the yeah. in the meta right now. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, screw you your stubborn up. defiance. Yo, bro, here's my here's my blob of terminators, and I picked this. <laughs> Come at me. I'm gonna stand here's here. Here's my 15 points. I get a plus one to my hit roll now. Um, <laughs> we'll be on fours. So, Wait, folks, oh, sorry, sorry, go, go back yeah. to purifying ritual. Can you perform it while um, I'm yes. on the objective with you? Yeah, you can just do it whenever. Yeah. Like, okay. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's good. Didn't, it didn't, it didn't even need to finish that sentence. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, you Purifying can. ritual. You can get six points 
in a single turn yeah. if we're doing it on four objectives. And the four objectives can have as many different enemy units as you want on them. Mm-hmm. And, and you so can shoot. literally <laughs> not score it for three turns, do it twice, and then get 12 points. Yeah, because like nice. even 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 most armies, m- most other Space Marine armies bring like one librarian and then like some... Oh. And like. Well, I'm saying if the, if somebody wanted to try to deny it, mm-hmm. like they normally only have like one deny yeah. witch. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then luckily with Grey Knights, Thousand Sons actually helps them out because no one brings librarians anymore because everyone's afraid of Wrath of Magnus. Yeah. So it just makes Psychic Ritual more uncontested. And then on top of that, the the the, the warp cast for Psychic Ritual never increases. Yeah, it's always, always. Pa- It's always on a five. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, talking about secondaries. Yeah. <laughs> Tyranids. <laughs> Tyranids. I like that. Tyranids secondaries. Let's yeah. go. So, Tyranids have always had a problem with finding a third secondary. It's mm-hmm. always been, yeah. like, they're amazing at getting Rod. They're mm-hmm. always going to get Rod. I don't care who you are. They will get Rod. It doesn't matter. Um, they will uh, engage on all fronts is another extremely strong one. They mm-hmm. can pivot to, like, something like Stranglehold. Mm-hmm. But it's always been a problem trying to get the third secondary. You have mission secondaries that you can run. But it's a coin toss on whether or not it's going to be a good mission secondary. Right. Um, or you're going to take something like, um, I don't one, know, like grind them it? down or something. Or like, the the psychic one in the middle. Was it psychic mm-hmm. ritual or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Warp yeah, ritual. Yeah. Warp yeah, ritual. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have swarm or the new list. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, now with this book, I think that warp ritual secondaries for Tyranids actually becomes a lot more playable. Um, just because... With it, uh, with zoanthropes, zoanthropes have an ability where they can point at a psyker that can then, uh, whenever they cast a psychic power, they roll 3d6. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have a new relic called the Void Crown where mm-hmm. uh, you can do an action and still cast another psychic power without the action failing. And then on a nine up, then uh, that psychic, uh, no, uh, whatever you're trying to cast can't be denied, right? Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you give these zoanthropes, like you bring like a squad of three to babysit like this neurothrope that you're going to bring anyways uh, with the void crown, that means that you're giving this neurothrope who is a zoanthrope so he, he can re-roll uh, um, psychic cast of one. Yeah. And he's getting 3d6 dice in order to roll for, uh, you know, whatever psychic ritual that you want to do mm-hmm. in the warp ritual section of secondaries. And I think that that's very, very good for Tyranids as well. I think that that's a really strong um, avenue that they can go down now that is available to them for their secondary options. Yeah, I agree. I think I think you know if you can build that into your list, that's always a good that's mm-hmm. always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the key there is if you're going to use the if you're going to use the synaptic link on the zoanthropes, you better have a fantastic plan for using the synaptic link from the zoanthropes for something, mm-hmm. because you only get three of them. Yeah. Right, and you're gonna use a, a warrior for plus one to hit. You might as well use a maliceptor, and then, or maybe not. Uh, but you're definitely gonna be using potentially even a second warrior unit, depending on if you have more hive guard, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. an up to you thing. And then they're um, zoanthropes and neurothropes are also like surprisingly durable, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, they have a three up invul. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's just they're pretty durable. They're yeah. they're they're not like. They don't die to a swift breeze very Wait, often. Wait, you have a permanent three-up invul, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a permanent three-up invul. <laughs> and they're infantry. Mm-hmm. So they can do, like, actions, and mm-hmm. they're, they're, like, really annoying to deal with. Yeah. Believe me, I've played against 15 of them quite often. Yeah. Oh, and then they, they also have fly. 
So, mm-hmm. so they could just go through walls. They don't care. And <laughs> they you have super if you had the and longer smite range. Yeah. Yeah. you imagine like, if you had the, quite good. the mm-hmm. Archon treatment? Be like, ah, oh, until I fell, until I get a one, and then you roll a first dice and it's yeah. a one, and yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah, but there's three of them, and <laughs> they're like, I think that they're like five wounds also. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So it's three, just, wounds, three, oh, wounds. three wounds, three okay. wounds. But they okay. have, uh, they, you know, T4, they do have the six of funeral pain, which does make them, mm. you know, unless you can put catalyst on them or something, yep. which also works. Yeah. And they have synapse. So it's yep. just <laughs> ridiculous. S- some good stuff here. Um, other stuff that uh, I want to talk about real quick is uh, hyper adaptation. Um, this is the two CP strat where you can change your high fleet. We talked about this earlier. Um, I think that this is a very pivotal stratagem, especially if you're going first, because uh, you can uh, offset your army into doing something like going into the high fleet of Kraken, where mm-hmm. you can get like more movement. And then since they're in the high fleet of Kraken, you can then use things like, um, I think it's a, uh, uh, what, what does it call? Ah, I, I forgot what the stratagem is called where you could double your advance roll. Um, but you can use that with them. Metabolic overdrive? Opportunistic no. advance. Opportunistic advance. That's <laughs> the uh, one. Yeah. yeah. So you can use that with stuff, um, which is very, really good. It also good. allows you to full back and charge, mm-hmm. which mm. in a pinch could be really useful. You yeah. know, that sort of thing. But that's where it comes into play. You know, um, I don't know if you were, you, the, the crew here was playing when the Vigilist stuff started in 8th edition. Um, I, so, so. Vigilus brought out a whole bunch of formations, and so each like formation had a specific set of rules. And there was one because Primaris was so new, Primaris Space Marines, that were called um, Veterans of the Indomitus Crusade. And what it did is allow you to take um, intercessor units, like Primaris Marine units, and give mm-hmm. them the Veterans keyword or mm-hmm. whatever, and it allowed them with a warlord trait. So you had a specific warlord trait you could pick that let you for one battle round to make sure that all your veteran marines could use an additional, could change their chapter tactic from what you were using. So if you were playing like ultramarines and you had a whole bunch of veteran intercessors, you could switch them to like Raven Guard for a turn. Oh, or okay. Iron Hands, okay. so or that, whatever. That's, that's kind of like the what Death Watch got in their new army renown. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so it's really cool that Tyrants can do that, and it and it, it it encourages you as a Tyranid player to really know what benefits you get from the different high fleets, mm-hmm. so that in a pinch, it's like having like a Swiss Army knife. You literally have a tool for every occasion if you find the occasion to use that tool in in the game yeah right and that's it's really strong it can it can throw your opponent off completely yeah uh, the only problem is just that's two cp in order to do it so that's kind of expensive but tyrannids before they used to have to rely on something i think it was called feeding tendrils with gene stealers where if they kill a character uh they get uh, cp back that was like the only way that you could regen command points with tyrannids but now We've got a new relic where you can do with that too. So on a five up, it's uh, basically a Korov's Aquila. On a five up, whenever your opponent does a strat or uses a stratagem, you get CP back. So I feel like I'm on the Oprah show right now. You get a CP <laughs> relic, and you get a CP <laughs> relic, and you get a CP relic. Hey, to be fair, Tyrannus never had a CP relic. I'm right? just saying. It's just, I'm just saying. It hurt. It hurt. Okay. Tyrannus used so much CP. Yeah, we watched your games. You have like zero CP on turn two. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The only thing that used to drive me crazy was back in eighth when uh, Bricky was using his um, imp guard. Yeah. Yeah. And he could get an infinite amount of CP back. 
Oh, until they change the rules. Yeah, for until it. they yeah. change the rules for it. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll start. You should like have a little tracker when you do live streams. Where yeah. you can have like how many CP have I regenerated? They yeah. can go up every time. <laughs> bing, bing. You know, you can have like a little confetti kind of fall down. Yeah. <laughs> I say new rule. We just get rid of uh, CP, or no, you keep CP. We get rid of rolling to get CP back, and you just like once you run out of CP, you just take a shot. Yeah, yeah. I I, I still uh, think that uh, if you want to, you you can. I like the uh, take a shot every time you want to do a re-roll, but you can re-roll as many times as you want. <laughs> oh, dude, I like that one, too. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, Why is he falling under the table? He really <laughs> needed to rate, make that charge roll. <laughs> Why is he? No, no. Why is he in the table and it's broken in half? <laughs> he needed the charge roll. Yeah. Uh, this poor guy. It was only a six. Yeah. Um, another I want to say, though, um, oh, I had a question for all of you. Who do you think... Other than Hive Guard, Tyranid Warriors, Gene Steelers, which are like the big winners, mm-hmm. which unit are you most excited to, to see, for example, for yourself? Um, what unit are you most excited to see when you play Tyranids? And for everybody else, what unit are you not excited to see that's none of those that you think are going to be really annoying to okay. deal with? Uh, are, you, are you adding Devil Gaunt onto that also? Yeah, yeah. We the, None of the ones that we talked about. Okay. Like, just, I'm looking for Dark Horse options here. Uh, Horror Specs. I want to see the hard specs because <laughs> it's a T eight monster. Um, it's T eight. Uh, I think that if you give it murderous size, makes it strength eight for its weapon, kills a lot of stuff. I just love it. I love the hard specs. I think it's cool. Or or uh, Tyrant effects. I love the Tyrant effects. What's the What's the one that looks like a a hentai? What? <laughs> All of them? <laughs> no, the, the, the one with the, the Toxicrine. I'd yeah. like to see that more, but I don't know if this is going to help it, honestly. Yeah, they, they, Toxicrine's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and because of how big its model is, it can't, yeah, fit, it can't fit through anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I think I'd, I'm still ex- excited to see, like, Hive Tyrants and stuff. Those things are, those things are I neat. I love Hive Tyrants. I mean, I, I don't know if they got anything from this supplement, did they? <laughs> uh, we, we'll talk about it in a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Hive Tyrants, cool. Yeah, I love um, Flyrants. Yeah. What about you, Scarry? Um, just the regular gaunts, like honestly, like it's it's become the most like you still see them all the time. But even mm-hmm. with this, I believe that they have become the most versatile units that you have in your Tyranid mm-hmm. list because mm-hmm. you can literally make them any high fleet. You double move them. You can double obsect them. Mm-hmm. They can move like and shoot into actions. They can run around like they're gonna be the ones winning you games. Oh yeah, yeah. Either termagants or hormagants. Either one of those, yeah. I love seeing them on the board, especially Hormagons. Um, the thing that I don't want to see on the board, oh, one eye. You playing? No, I meant like you, you're, I, that wasn't a question for you. That was a question for people playing against Tyranids. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I will also want to see Carnifexes. <sighs> if I could see Carnifexes, man, oh man, dude, I'd be so happy about that. <laughs> I love Carnifexes; they're so cool. Um. Last thing that I want to talk about here, Classic. or one of the, one of the last things here. Uh, oh wait, we didn't answer what we don't want to see. Yeah, what do you not want to see on the board when you're fighting them? Yeah. So I guess it'll be for. But but it's it, we can't we can't say any of the things that we talked about, right? So I don't know. I don't want to see uh, the hierophant. If, if you're playing against <laughs> another Tyranid player, and mm-hmm. I don't mean like what you don't want to see because it's terrible. It's mm-hmm. like what do you not want to see that you know might give you issues. I, oh. I, I honestly, God, I don't, I don't want to see a Herodin. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it I enough. Can, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to see a Herodin. Herodins are very annoying. Yeah, um, they're they're really annoying to deal with. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to see a barbed hybrid duel. Uh, oh, those things are great. Yeah. I love those things so much. They're so good, but they scare me so much. They're so strong. And they're T eight, and they have a two up save. Like it's just one up save. One up oh, save yeah, with the warlord trait. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you uh, rolled a one. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's saved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jumpy? Uh, probably Herodin. Yeah, no, not, yeah, Herodin or uh, Dima. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, I guess Dima's like people, people figured out what to deal with him. But like Herodin, like he, if you don't have an answer for it, you know, he's just gonna rain fire on you. <laughs> yeah, he's just really annoying. <laughs> yeah. And he's aircraft, yeah. and so he could just fall that's, back. And he's Titanic, so he yeah. can fall back, back, shoot, and charge. Yeah, yeah. that's charge that's what makes T8. him so annoying <laughs> yeah. is the fact that he can do that. Yeah, and then he can fly off the board if he kills something, and yeah. then come back next turn, so you yeah. can't interact with him. It's pretty cool. Demons, <laughs> demons are fine. Demons yeah. are fine. You know, you give him, you give him the the five up invuln dermic symbiosis, and now he doesn't bracket until he gets down to eight wounds. Yeah, it's pretty I think, good. Yeah, I think that's the that's the big kicker right yeah. there. Yeah, I love it. You can you can <laughs> just give you can give the demons just ner- you know a little bit pop Nurgle's blessing, and, and they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all right. <laughs> um, what about you, Scary? I'm gonna go off the cuff and say gargoyles. Oh because yeah, because yep. they are super fast mm-hmm. and they can be upset now. Yeah. So it's like, and they're just really annoying. And they yeah. have this mechanic where they can be minus one hit. As a Drukari player, uh, every time I see gargoyles, I'm like, because I have to. I know I have to kill them because they're gonna get behind my enemy lines and like kill my little unit of guys that's back there. Like, and just yeah. So them. they they gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite cartoon show growing up. Uh, I love gargoyles. <laughs> um, no, not on my table. Yeah. Are gargoyles infantry? No. Uh, yeah. Yes, they yeah. are. So they, they can yes, they are. But they're not troops. Uh, yeah. uh, they're well, fast they, attack. Yeah, but you can make them mobsec. Yes, yeah. you could. Uh, this other yep. relic I think is uh, also really good. This is the one where uh, each time an attack is made against the bear, subtract one from the attack's wound roll. Biomorphic carapace. Ooh. Really good on Hype Tyrants. Yep. On especially or a, a Turvagon, if you want to keep it alive. Yep, or a Turvagon. So you, minus one to wound? Is that yeah, mm-hmm. minus one to wound. Nice. Uh, against in, shooting all, and fighting. Oh, so all in combat. Oof. Yeah. So uh, if you give it to a Turvagon, Turvagon has T, is T8, make it minus one to wound. All of a sudden, it's now fives and sixes. <laughs> fives and sixes. Um, you can also bring a Malceptor mm-hmm. uh, to lower the strength of the weapon by one. Um and then, you know, if it's a strength eight weapon, then you're wounding it on, like, sixes. Yeah, sixes. Yeah, most of the time, <laughs> if I could have either minus one to hit or minus one to wound, I think I would prefer minus one to wound. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. The, the only problem is that you could put it on the Turvagon, but, like, the Turvagon doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of kind of poo-poo. There's this poo-poo unit that I invested in. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> What's it do? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Well, it can it can regen uh, Termagants as long as they're flesh bores, which is okay. So if you have like a 20-man squad of uh, Devil Gaunts and then mm. you have 10 of them as flesh bores, then you can uh, keep regening it. So then you have ablative wounds for those Termagants. makes it a lot harder for them to get hit. Um, but uh, its synaptic link is that you can re-roll wound rolls of one and two. Mm-hmm. So oh, one and two. That's the that's the main reason as to why you would take it nowadays. I still don't think it's that great, but I do like the minus one to wound um, relic. I think it's still powerful against things like uh, fly rinse, which basically makes them strength eight. So I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. Um, and now the last thing that we could talk about here is the Maliceptor. Uh, the Maliceptor is become a flavorful unit now just because of reroll damage rolls when you're bringing Hive Guard. Uh, that D3 damage is still really, really painful, but being able to reroll that into something higher 
uh, for like a, a two or a three when you're going up against something like Marines or even like Death Guard or something, and you want or to vehicles or dreadnoughts. Exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. Anything with minus one damage, that reroll damage roll is absolutely pivotal. Yeah. Death Guard. <laughs> Death Guard. Death Guard. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about here, Scary? Well, the Maliceptor, you know, it becomes not just a a unit modifier of like you know making Hiveguard better. It has the uh, stratagem that's pivotal to using it, which is mm-hmm. the start of the enemy shooting phase. You pop the strat, and then any enemy, like any unit that's targeted by the enemy within six inches of it in the shooting phase, is minus one strength. Yep, yep. So that can be huge when you're doing something like using bar pyre duels or you know or trying mm-hmm. to keep yourself alive from indirect fire or you know trying to make sure that your exocrine doesn't die to dark lances for yeah. example you know there's there's a lot of value in in that unit and it's got the survivability of a hive tyrant it's got a four up and vulnerable save has high mm-hmm. toughness has lots of wounds you know so there's some value to to not just that one thing and it's a psyker so it can do mortal wounds and so it's like a good value for you get probably more expensive than it should be like most tyranid things however i feel like you you're gonna get good value out of it for sure oh yeah most definitely i also really like that um if you bring a barbed hyridule and you also bring a maliceptor all of a sudden the barbed hyridules um have like a one-up save uh minus one to hit t8 minus one strength (laughs) <laughs> from weapons uh it's it's the same list that uh people were talking about uh from uh australia um when you would put it in Jormungandr to give it a one-up save but now you can just do it naturally so you know i like it it's pretty good crikey <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Jormungandr. um i think that that's pretty much it uh where would you guys rank uh tyranids as of right now um go demeki i would say an a i'm okay. saying a all right all right Jumpy, yeah, uh, I think high A. They're pr- probably in the same boat as like sisters Admic. Um, yeah, okay. A. All right, Scary. Uh, they're they're top of the normal pack. They're, I don't think they're A just yet because they don't have the survivability that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, they ha- hit really hard. So, however, they haven't really gained much in survivability other than just um, put stuff in reserve, which is fine. And if they go first, that's great. They just, I feel like they become A when you mix them with Gene Slayer Cult. Mm, oh, how, wait, that. can you tell us uh, how the Gene Slayer Cults thing worked that you were talking about with the, the list oh, it's, that you're it's talking about? about? The, it's about the, the mixing them with Gene Slayer Cult, the ability to use blips to, oh, like, okay, okay. to push people back. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things is when you're playing against like uh, Dark Eldar, when you're playing against things that have planes for example when you're playing against um like the ultramarine aggro dreadnought list or um death company that's going to fall on fury you know unless like you can use the redeploy to, to save maybe one unit of hive guard maybe two units of hive guard but all in all they can get in your face really quick or even at mech with their infiltrators or mm-hmm. their 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 puppies for example that run up and can, can put a lot of pressure on you those blips having like like a, a no-go zone, nine inches up from your deployment zone, especially in some deployments, is incredibly powerful. That's and really just good, yeah. taking Genius of Cult for that alone. You don't need a lot. You need like a patrol with like a single Magus and a guy, and then you spend a CP to like multiply your blips and have like twice the man- amount of blips or whatever. Mm. You know, you can really stop the opponent if they go first from pushing into your opinion in your zone. And just having that turn to respite and being able to give yourself breathing room 
lets you then really like focus on what you need to focus on with the Tyranids in your first turn. Um, and I think you know mixing those two together is is probably stronger than by itself. By itself, it's good. It hits hard. It kills things, um, but it is a, it still has its bad matchups. Yeah, I can see that. And then also, if you if you're souping it with Genesis or Colt, you also get access to um, what is that plan? A hundred years in the making or whatever uh, mm-hmm. to deny um, CP or deny a stratagem. So mm-hmm. that's also pretty good. Uh, you get that. Um, and then yeah, I, I I can see that. That's actually really interesting. Uh, where I would rate Tyranids right now, S plus 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 plus. No, I'm, kidding. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I think like that's your sounds mighty biased. Level. I don't think that's a tier level. That's, yeah. that's excitement level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I can agree. I can agree with Scary. Uh, I think that maybe uh, high B, low A to mid A, maybe around there. Um. I think that once people find out how to play them more efficiently, I feel like that we're going to start seeing them uh, take up uh, take up some stuff um, or pick up some wins over at tournaments. I think that what really makes them strong isn't even all the synaptic links and all that stuff and hive guard and everything like that. It's mostly just that one stratagem. Um, what is it? The one where you get to uh, give a unit double opsec or opsec the hive mind imperative. I think that's yeah, what that the key good. is here. Yeah. When it comes to Tyranids, um, and being able to score points, and, uh, can literally make your zone throw subsec. Yeah, you I know, like so many yeah. models yeah. that move so fast and can suddenly be opsec. Yeah, I think it would yeah. be more interesting too to see what happens after the new Gene Stiller Codex that's mm-hmm. uh, going to come out now in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very excited for that. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, Scary, please plug yourself uh, with everywhere that people can find you. Absolutely. You can head on over to uh, Scodcast on YouTube. That's the main uh, hub where you can find a lot of my stuff and all the links to other stuff are right on there. Heck yeah, brother. And that's going to end it for this episode of Chapter Tactics. Uh, if you guys like it, make sure that you guys hit the thumbs up and make sure that you share it with your friends. Let us know in the comment section uh, what you guys think about Tyranids, where you would, where you guys would place them, if you guys think that they're uh, good, or if you guys think that they're bad. Uh, let us know. We'd love to hear your guys' uh, opinions. And, yeah, that's it. See you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See y'all later.